Welcome to Apura Madre Unfiltered. I'm your host, Amanda Rodriguez. I'm a mom of four boys, a previous educator, and now a stay-at-home mom working as a life coach. This is a place to come and get inspired and motivated and hear stories you can relate to and just see we don't always have to have our shit together. So come and join me as I share about living life Apura Madre. Let's be real for a second. We all fail as parents. Even when you think you are the best parent ever and you have it all figured out, the truth is you don't. And life sends you a curveball to show you that you don't have it all figured out as a parent. We can try so hard to give our kids everything that they need just to raise them better than what we had when we were growing up and life is going to throw you a curveball. I'm doing this episode because I have four boys and up to this point, I thought, hey, you know what? I'm doing pretty good. Discipline-wise, I know what to do when they're acting all crazy. Communication-wise, we have a pretty open communication with the kids. And my child turned eight and I feel like something just clicked, turned off. I don't know, pre-onset puberty hormones going off. But man, let me tell you, I have no idea what the hell to do with my kid right now. Those hormones, that attitude, some days I can't stand my own child. And then I have to take a step back and say, holy shit, you are my child. And why I say that is because the, the temperaments, his behavior, his emotional up and downs, that's totally me mixed in with a little bit of my husband. So we all fail as parents some days, and some days it's going to get super, super hard. So in this episode, I want to talk about what we need to do as parents to make sure that when we are having those shitty days, we can bring it back reevaluate and just know that we all have those bad parenting days. We all fail as parents. No one is perfect as a parent. Parenting does not come with this special handbook that you're going to know it all. Yes, there's handbooks out there. There's help you can get to help your kids out if you're having a hard time with them. I'm not any different. We had to have a behavioral therapist with one of my kiddos because his behaviors were out of control. And it was stemmed from his speech being delayed. So his communication skills, being able to communicate his feelings, his needs, and his wants were his frustration. So his frustration came out as very, very bad behaviors, the biting, the spitting, the the screaming, the kicking, the running away from you in public. They were extreme behaviors. So I had to outsource and get a behavioral therapist to help me, help him be able to cope with his issues that he was having because he was not able to verbally communicate his needs and his wants. So Parenting is not a one-size-fits-all. And this past year has been so hard on me as a parent and not only 
hard on me as a parent, but also on my kids. And I know there's a lot of parents listening to this that they may feel the same way. 2020 sent so many curveballs. We no longer just had to be the parent and the provider. We had to be the parent, the provider, the teacher, the counselor, the nurse, the the school cook. Everything that your kids got in school were now roles that you had to have as well. And there was times last year where we just all pretty much said, screw it to teaching today. Screw it to learning today. We need to do our own thing because we are all mentally and emotionally drained and we are all struggling. You can see it in your kids when they're struggling, you know. And what one kid needs is not going to be the same thing that the other kid needs. And I've learned that definitely the hard way. So I had our first, we had him and only him for about three years. And I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, the first one's going to teach you how to love and what true love is. Your second one is going to teach you patience. Boy, was that so true. My first one, he is attached to me. He's pretty much a mini-me. His behaviors, his mannerisms are a little bit between me and my husband because he was only with me and my husband for the first couple of years of his, his life. My second one comes around. I'm like, okay, I got this. I know what to do. You know, how we're going to potty train, how we're going to work on speech, how we're going to do this, that, or the other. And he threw a curveball at us. He has a speech delay and it is due to him needing hearing tubes because his ears were filling up with fluid without us actually knowing that he was having this issue. My oldest also had to have tubes put in his ears to allow his ears to drain. So I guess it's something that's hereditary. My husband also dealt with this issue growing up. Um, but I didn't necessarily know that he had that issue growing up. So we knew my oldest needed it because he was getting ear infections every single month since he was about three months old. So at about nine months, 10 months, his pediatrician said, hey, we need to look into you going to a specialist, a ear, nose, and throat doctor to see what is going on, what else you can do to help your child. This was my oldest. All right. So they recommended hearing tubes or ear tubes to help the liquid in his ears drain properly to avoid A, the effect on his hearing and B, to minimize or eliminate him getting ear infections. So he got his surgery at about 18 months. So right around the time that speech is developing and they learn how to do the beginning sounds of words and all of that. So his speech was perfectly fine. Now, my second one, he didn't have that same scenario. He got an ear infection here and there. It wasn't a red flag where like my oldest was. And we didn't catch on that his ears were actually consistently filled with fluid. I started seeing when he was two, he was still not talking. So I mentioned my 
concerns to his pediatrician and his daycare teachers and like, well, you know, he's just kind of quirky. He's kind of odd. Um, maybe that's just him. And some kids take longer to come out of their shell and actually start talking. And I'm like, no, my kid's not talking. He's still not talking at home. Right. So at this point, I felt like I failed as a parent. My child's not talking. I'm not giving him what he needs. I didn't see all the red flags because I was working so many hours as an assistant principal. So I felt like I failed my child as a parent because I didn't see his needs and I didn't provide what he needed. Long story short, he did not get the surgery that he needed until he was almost three. So he qualified for special education services because his speech was so delayed that they put him in there to kind of fast track, give him the therapy, give him the social interaction that he needed with positive reinforcements, something that I didn't know how to do. Even with an educational background, I didn't know how to help him in the sense of providing him the support to improve his speech and giving him those basic communication skills that he did not have because he was not verbally being able to communicate. So he had a lot of behavior sometimes, which caused red flags to others that maybe there was something wrong with my child. So me as a parent, of course, I go into this self-judging mode of this is my fault. I didn't see what my child needed. He might not have some developmental issues, and this is my fault. And let me tell you, it is not your fault. If you are doing everything in your heart and soul as a parent to do right by your kids, providing them what they need, and something like that happens, that is not your fault. Sometimes there's things that are out of our control that we judge ourselves without being at fault for it. And that's where I was at it. So parenting does not come with this special handbook where one thing is the same for one kid as it is for another. They're all going to need something different and they're all going to need different amount of support than one from the other. The worst thing that you can do is definitely judge yourself by social media. A lot of social media posts are this edited perfect pictures. You don't know what's behind closed doors. So when you are having a shitty moment and you mindlessly scroll on social media, that is the worst thing that you can do for yourself as a parent because you start judging your self-worth based on these random humans you have never met and you don't actually know what's going on on the other side of the screen. So if you've ever dealt with or right now going through something like that with your kids where you're like, I am just sucking as a parent now. Do not, do not judge yourself by others' posts or social media of this beautiful curated content that they might have posted. 
because it's not all unicorns and rainbows and sunshine when you're a parent. You're going to have tough moments. And if you're having a hard moment, sometimes you have to outsource and get support to help your kids. My second one, we figured out what was wrong with him and he's doing a lot better. He's a five-year-old and he is a goofy one in our house. He is a jokester. I tell my husband all the time, I'm like, I have no idea where he got his his way of being from. I think it's from my husband because he can be a goofball, but if you look at him, he doesn't necessarily look like the goofy person in the family. Now coming to my third, my third, his behavior was off the wall. So I had my first, I had my second. I'm like, all right, we got this. Can't be any worse than what we went through with my second one. Third one is going to be a breeze. Well, we had the same issue with the hearing issues. So he didn't start talking. He has a speech delay as well. But his lack of being able to talk manifested itself with extreme behaviors the biting, the kicking, the screaming, the running away from us. If you come into my home, I have little latches on all my exterior doors because he is the one that thinks it's hilarious to open the door and run outside completely naked or when mom's not looking, whatever it may be. So it is a safety hazard. A couple of weeks ago, we actually ended up losing our dog because he ran out while I was helping another one get into um, the bath to take a bath. So no child is the same. No child is going to need the same things from you. We all struggle as parents. We are all are going to have those moments where we fail. So just from another parent to another, don't be too hard on yourself. If you have a shitty day today, Tomorrow is a new day and just try to do better tomorrow than what you did the day before. We are going through such a hard time right now with my oldest. He just turned eight. I'm pretty much sure it's like the preteens exposure to what the hell is to come. And I told my husband the other day, if this is what I'm going to deal with when he is a teenager, Lord help us because I cannot deal with the attitude right now. But I have to take a step back and understand that I went through the same phase in life and he went through the same phase in life, my husband, and my child is going to go through the same phase in life. But I need to give him coping mechanisms to make him better than what I was. So when we both get to the point where we're fighting back and forth and I can't stand him because he is a mini me, I have to give him time out and not necessarily time out as a punishment, which sometimes it is, but it's more of a cool off time for myself and for him as well. And then we talk. We talk about why his behavior was not correct. We talk about how there's other ways that he can express his feelings than just hitting his siblings or crying and screaming and throwing his stuff. We talk about how next time when he feels angry or upset over something, how he can choose 
different ways to go about it. I am trying to give them positive coping mechanisms that I didn't necessarily have growing up and I've had to develop them or figure out how to improve myself when I got older. So just know, if you grew up in not the perfect environment, you have the power to change that for your kids. You have the power to stop the cycle of growing up in a bad household if that was your case. You have the power to do it different for your kids, to make them better than what you were before. And are you going to fail? Probably. But like I tell my husband, as long as my kids grow up being kind humans, well-rounded humans, and are happy in life, and don't need therapy for how I raised them, that means that I did my job pretty good. Because we're all going to screw up as parents. I have so many days where I just sit and cry at night. I'm like, what the hell was that shit? And then just say to myself, tomorrow is a new day. And I will try to be better than what I was today. That's all the advice that I can give you. But don't judge yourself from others. Social media posts that might be perfect because not everybody's perfect. So if you have another fellow parent that might benefit from listening to this episode, please share this episode with them or tag me in your stories on Instagram at it's Amanda Q Rodriguez to help another fellow parent out. So I just want to leave you with this. Don't judge yourself with social media. And if you had a shitty childhood, you can be that change in the cycle and do it differently. And there is no right way to be a parent. There's no special handbook and we don't all have it figured out. So thank you for listening to A Pura Madre Unfiltered. Go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss another episode.